Hello, welcome back to the podcast, everybody. Today, we are going to be talking about AEW Dynamite from March 2nd. Um, and that's really all we're going to do today. Uh, I really don't feel up to talking about all, a lot of sports stuff. Um, really don't feel good, to be honest. But we'll talk about AEW. I watched it anyway and took notes on it. So might as well do it. So we start we started off the dynamite from March second, two thousand twenty two with Tony Khan in the ring. Uh if you didn't know, he said he had a big announcement for the tenth hundredth time, you know, big announcement Tony Khan. That should that should be his nickname, big announcement Khan. Um but anyways, he gets in the ring and he looked very cracked out. I guess that's just his look. Uh I'm cool with it. If he's uncracked and cracked out, cool. Um and he said he bought Ring of Honor. He said he's a big fan. Uh, of course he did. Uh, of course Tony's a big fan of ROH. That makes sense. <laughs> he said big fan of ROH. And he said he bought it. And I said good god why. Um, Tony obviously has a plan that I don't know of. But if we're being honest. AEW lost money this year. for Again. And ROH just went out of business. Because they couldn't make enough money. It really doesn't look that good. But... It has to be something with R.H.'s tape, and they want, like, a network deal or something weird like that. But, um, we started off with two R.H. originals, Brian Danielson versus Christopher Daniels. Christopher Daniels is finally back on TV, and even Jim Ross thought Tony looked a little cracked out. He said, uh, I had too many coffees or something. You got, like, happy. Um, I'm glad Christopher Daniels is cool. Uh, I'm glad he's back on TV. Uh, they did the classic R.H. handshake, which is cool. Or the beginning of the match. They also said Christopher Daniels' eye was completely injured. Now, uh, somebody can correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure his eye is fine. He said on in an interview, it's just a bunch of fluid in his eye and it's fine. Uh, but of course, commentary said he's injured. Uh, Christopher Daniels is still really good. Uh, I love me some Christopher Daniels. Big Impact fan back in the day. <laughs> kind of still now. Uh, Daniels did a cool little moonsault, but... If you know my role, I hate moves that somebody has to watch you jump or bounce and then watch you for 10 seconds and then catch you. Absolutely hate it. Look cool, but, you know, it's whatever. Not uh, weird in my opinion, but okay. Uh, Daniels went for the BME and da- and Brian Danielson countered, countered it into a triangle chokehold, which is really cool, and Brian won. Uh, really great match here. I'm big with the... Christopher Daniels, uh, Daniel Bryan type thing. So cool. And Bryan got a mic and he talks about ROH and he said, you know, we end and start the matches with handshakes, but then he said he's not an ROH and he stomped Christopher Daniels head into the mat ten times, basically. Then he says he's gonna beat up John Moxley, and then John Moxley came out to Wild Thing. Dun 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 dun. And John Moxley talked about paths that I don't care about. Yeah, I'm not a huge John Moxley fan, but, uh, you know, people are into that. Then we got Darby Allen and Sting. They're doing something weird. Sting was talking about a triple threat match for the pay-per-view, and I wrote down, why would they have the triple threat title match on free TV on a show nobody watches, but have the triple threat at the pay-per-view? It must be because they want Sting on pay-per-view again. But that really doesn't make sense to me, but okay. Then we went to the Tag Team Casino Battle Royal. Um, FTR comes out first with their cool 80s disco theme or whatever. I'm cool with it. 
Uh, top Flight is also here. The Martins are uh, finally a tag team again after Dante Martin's brother, Darius, uh, is re- fully rehabbed. I don't know why they're having another Battle Royal. They just had one last week, but whatever. I don't book this crap. Um, the Acclaim show up, and I wrote, they're probably here to lose. Uh, and they rapped while everyone fights. <laughs> then they had the Dark Order next, or one part of the Dark Order. Stupid. Uh, you don't know, I'm not a huge Dark Order fan. I absolutely hate whatever they are. They're jobbers who get booked more than freaking anybody else on the show. Um, the Dark Order make the Acclaim look stupid. Uh, the Butcher and the Blade come out. The Varsity Blondes come out. They're, I like them. Hate Picture in Picture, but it's what I heard. Nobody cool came out, uh, during Picture in Picture. Santana and Ortiz were here. Max Caster got eliminated. And I wrote down AEW hates booking the Acclaim to private party. Any halfway decent. Uh, the best friends, Trent Beretta and, uh, dude, not Chuck Palumbo, Chuck Taylor, uh, were also here with freaking Orange Cassidy, walked out with them so he could get a pop, because of course he did. And then there was another Dark Order tag team. Why were there two Dark Order tag teams in this match? Then the Young Bucks came out and I said, they're definitely here to win. The Bucks are going to put themselves over again. And then Cody Rhodes was also on this TV show because they were promoting the Go Big Show, or which is hilarious to me. And then the Gun Club came out with no Billy Gun, and then they got dropped out in ten seconds, basically. Um, Shawnee Lee and Brock Anderson came out. It's cool to see them, just weird without Cody around. And then Ten got eliminated because uh, somebody messed with this mask. I still don't know why this dude's concerned about his mask. It's not like he's a luchador or anything. I'm confused, but whatever. It's cool. I don't book this crap. Um, and then uh, I wrote down, where, where are the men of the year? Uh, they did, did we just forget they're a tag team? Uh, 2.0 was the last team in the ring. Uh, the last team, and I don't know why. Why we get 2.0 again? Where's the men of the year? Where's private party? Where's anybody? Where's Chuck Palumbo? I don't know. Where's Billy and Chuck? You can have a bunch of other teams in here that aren't 2.0 and aren't the Dark Order. Those are the two most jobber tag teams I've ever seen. Jobber, jobber tag teams slash jobber factions that get booked Almost every single episode of TV, and I don't know why, but whatever. As I said, I don't book this crap. <laughs> um, the Dark Order was still there uh, when Brock and Shoddy were eliminated. Um, Danhausen came from under the ring and put a curse on Evil Uno, and Jim Ross said, what the hell is this shit? And that's what I said to JR. Got a vampire coming out and pointing a fat dude in a mask. Whatever. This this crap is stupid. At least this was. You start off great with Daniels and Danielson. And then you went to Curses and The Best Friends and The Dark Order. And 2.0. Yeah, what a freaking great transition. Um... One of the Bucks hit the worst clothesline I've ever seen on Trent Beretta that actually eliminated Trent. Um, 
Dante Martin eliminated himself and Cash Wheeler, and the Bucks eliminated Dax Hardwood. Red Dragon helped eliminate somebody, and Darius Martin was all by himself against the Bucks, and Darius did a move that had the Bucks hurt each other because he catches a kick and then uh, throws the leg to the other Buck, and for some reason the other Buck catches the, uh, the, the first Buck's foot and holds it there, Stupid, but whatever. Uh, I, as I said, I don't book this crap. Um, then Nick got eliminated by his brother, and Darius got low blowed, and he was eliminated to end the match. <sighs> of course, the young pucks went over because they always do. Um, not a, this match was stupid. It sucked, and the Bucks wanted to top it off. There were no men of the year. There was no private party. There was no Chuck and Billy, even though they're not even in AEW. There was the, like, why are... <laughs> I could have threw together three random tag teams to replace the Dark Order in 2.0, but whatever. This crap is stupid. Um, Then Jungle Boy, the, the dinosaur, and Christian Cage came out. I'm not even going to say that dude's real... The dude's actual name, he's just a dinosaur, because that's what he's supposed to be, so I'm just going to keep calling that dude a dinosaur, not even his real name. And Kristen Cage and the dinosaur and Jungle Boy came out, and they stood there and did nothing. Great. Then we had Chris Jericho backstage. Jericho talked about how the wrestling world is buzzing about him and Eddie Kingston's match, and I said, it's really not, dude. No, nobody really cares about your match, the outside of AEW. That is. Um, and then Jericho says, Eddie's going to finally become a big star. And I also said, no, he's not. Anybody, if you're outside of AEW, you no clue who Eddie Kingston is. Um, Santana and Ortiz showed up and fist pumped Jericho. And what the hell was that whole feud for then? What was, so Santana and Ortiz could get the rub so they could lose in the Battle Royal? That makes sense, I guess. No, it really doesn't, but whatever. Um... <laughs> Then we had CM Punk. CM Punk's here to talk again. If you don't know, I'm not a fan of CM Punk. It's not because the dude isn't pretty talented. It's just because he went to UFC, got beat up in UFC, and now I'm supposed to believe that he can beat Powerhouse Hobbs in a match. Nah, really. Like, maybe he can beat MJF. I can see him actually beating Darby Allen. But there are a couple dudes he faces that I'm just like, nah, he I couldn't beat them because I saw him get dominated in the UFC. Um... Not really Punk's fault, but kind of Punk's fault at the same time. Um, Punk, uh, he said he used to ask himself if he, was, if he was the bad guy. Then Punk talked about MGF's great promo last week. And then Punk asked Max to come out. MGF did come out. And Punk said, you know, I've done bad things. He's, you know, I poured out Undertaker's manager's ashes on him and i said that's awesome right there see a punk that's what we're talking about that's that's what i want he also said actually he didn't say this but i remember him get, getting beat by alberto del rio he should have said yeah i choked out a dude to get a title match that would have been great but of course i guess you can't mention alberto el Patron, mexico's greatest export as they called him but you know whatever i guess you can't mention that on the awtv um, but we can t- we can talk about how you freaking pour out Paul Bear's ashes on the Undertaker. Um, 
Um, Punk says he's trying to be the good guy, and he sticks his hand out for a handshake, and NJF hugs CM Punk, and then low blowed up. Uh, I, they, this is WCW in a nutshell. They gave you something one week, and then they said, gotcha. No, kid, that didn't happen. Uh, sorry. Um, so yeah. And now, NJF's full-on heel. Um, I really thought that he was gonna, like, beat Punk at the pay-per-view, and then tell him ha and then on Wednesday on Dynamite after the pay per view be like ha gotcha I'm kidding I don't care and I thought that would have happened but you know they did it the week literally the week after he had the most emotional promo the most emotional segment in Dynamite history and they just said yeah I gotcha but it didn't happen well it did but it doesn't matter now um. Is Sean Spears and Wardlow came out. If you don't know, absolutely love Sean Spears and his little chair gimmick. It's awesome to see Sean Spears with the mohawk. Nothing on the sides come out with a chair. Um, so, <laughs> Wardlow gave MGF his ring. MGF hit, hits Punk with his diamond ring. And Punk is hard camped open. That dude's gushing blood. And then... Uh, FTR came out and beat up security so security couldn't get in the ring and they put the dog collar on CM Punk and they choked CM Punk and MGF also said he was the devil and then Sting Sammy Guevara and Darby Allen came out to make the save cool um cool I guess um I I didn't think they should have pulled the gotcha real quick after one week, but you know, as I said, I don't book this crap. Somebody else does. The same guy who now owns ROH books this crap. Um, then we had Keith Lee backstage. Ricky Stark showed up before Keith Lee could even say anything. Yeah, that's great. We get twenty seconds of Keith Lee. That's awesome. They said you got a match on Rampage. I'm sure it'll be against Sammy Guevara. It should be. Um, and then, uh, yeah, that's basically all I cared about. Then we went to Britt Baker and Jamie Hayter versus Thunder Rosa and Mercedes Martinez. Um, Tony Khan should try to get, uh, Camille Br- the Brick House instead of Mercedes Martinez. Uh, you should get the Brick House on, <laughs> Or, you know, ask Impact if you can borrow some of their female wrestlers. They got about ten of them that they don't use their goods. That's what I do. But now, let's put Mercedes Martinez up here. Um, they jump-started the match, and then they, the the baby faces were 2v, or 2-on-1 two, two on Britt Baker, and of course, the ref absolutely did nothing to stop it. He just said, ah, it's, it's whatever. <laughs> um, and I don't know what was up with this match. It looked awkward, I guess, and they moved around a little bit slower. Uh... I'm guessing they're saving whatever they got for the pay-per-view. Uh, of course, it's not going to be a hardcore match, which that's what their best match was, but whatever. Uh, so yeah, cool. Thunder Rosa won. Uh, it, was, yeah, it was average to me, but whatever. Um, We had Ty Conti, and they said, you know, Ty Conti has a... She has a... Blue belt in martial arts or something along those lines. Honestly, don't care. <laughs> and then Jay Cargill agrees with me. She said, we don't care. <laughs> so, yeah, I was, whatever. <laughs> to this, he said, nobody cares about your 
martial art background. And then we went to, uh, Sammy Guevara came out, and he came out with his cards, and I'm not, I didn't read anything on those cards, because they were also in picture-in-picture, picture, so I didn't read anything. Chris Statlander said, they had a Chris Statlander video about Layla Hirsch. Cool, I guess. I don't know. Then we went to Wardlow. He was back again versus a jobber, and he won in like 10 seconds. And Wardlow won pretty easy in 10 seconds. Uh, I stopped Sean Spears from hitting the jobber with a chair, and then Spears got mad, and Excalibur can't speak while he's going down the lineup for the matches, which is funny. They had a House of Black video, and I said, why is Buddy Murphy here? This group sucks. Uh, Buddy Murphy looks like a million bucks, and I said, hey, you gonna be in the House of Black, kid. Or he said he's gonna be in the House of Black, which makes that even worse, that he booked himself to be in there. Um, then we had uh, Wardlow and Spears backstage. MJF was with them, and he said, you know, Wardlow, if you win the Face of the Revolution match, you can keep the title. And then MJF slapped Wardlow, and he said, you don't work for AW, you work for me. Then we went to Adam Cole and the Red Dragons versus Adam Page in the Dark Order, and I said, nope, I've seen enough of the Dark Order, didn't watch the main event. Um, so yeah, that was the show. Let me know what you guys thought about it. Really didn't care for it. Um, I'll, you know what, I'll make my AEW Revolution predictions real quick. And that'll be it. Sammy Guevara. Did that, I was, that's the best part about Sammy. His, his uh, little theme song. Sammy Guevara. Um, we have Hangman Adam Page versus Adam Cole. Adam Page should win. Adam Cole had beaten anybody worth a darn. Um, Women's Championship, Britt Baker versus Thunder Rosa. I so last week I think Rosa should win unless you're gonna have them screw her out of the title and then you have another then you have like a no DQ on Dynamite and Thunder Rosa wins the title. I would actually wanna do that to be honest, but because I know AEW's all about those ratings pops, uh, so I'd actually do that if I was booking AEW. Then we have uh, the Jurassic Express versus Red Dragon versus the Young Bucks. The Young Bucks are winning here. The Young Bucks are going to put themselves over again. Uh, the TBS Championship, Jade Cargo versus Ty Conti. Um, I'd like Jade to win, but I really feel like Ty Conti's going to win. Nothing against Ty Conti, but... And then AW fans love her. Jade's very green in the ring. I'm sure they're going to switch the belts here. Um, uh, Jade should win, but I think Ty's gonna win, because that's the kind of booking they do here. <laughs> um, then you got John Moxley versus Brian Danielson. Danielson should win. This is, actually, no, this is a kind of stupid match. You can't have Moxley lose, because this is his first big match since rehab, and Danielson shouldn't lose, because he also just lost to Hangman Adam Page. This is a lose-lose. I think Moxley, sh Moxley needs it more than Danielson, to be honest, but... I'm going to pick Moxley to win. Then you got CM Punk versus MJF. MJF should win again. Punk doesn't need this rub whatsoever. Uh, then you got Chris Jericho versus Eddie Kingston. I'm going to pick Jericho. I don't know. Jericho is going to let Eddie Kingston win. Um, then you got Keith Lee, Orange Cassidy, Powerhouse Hobbs, Ricky Starks, Wardlow, 
and either Christian Cage or Ethan Page. I really hope Ethan Page wins or Christian Cage. If Page wins, then you have the whole dynamic of who gets the title shot between the men of the year, and then you can actually break the men of the year up because they've done absolutely nothing. That would be great. Highly doubt that's going to happen. If Christian Cage wins, then I think Christian Cage should win the whole thing. Um, but yeah, really, I'd really like Ethan Page to win. Then you have Ethan Page versus Scorpio Sky face off because they're trying to figure out, hey, we're, we've both won this match. And it's bullcrap that Scorpio Sky hasn't gotten this title shot and Ethan Page is going to get one. Something like that. That'd be cool. Don't think that's going to happen, though. <laughs> I'm sure Keith Lee will win or something. Crap. Then you have the AHFO against Darby Allen, Sammy Guevara, Sting. Uh, yeah, we all know Darby, Sammy, and Sting are winning this. That's not even the freaking... Yeah. Um. Anyways, thank you for listening to this Dreamball Podcast. Stay safe. Peace out.